Hello, and welcome back to the Truth Seekers Podcast. A truth seeker is someone who wants to know the truth. They search for what's true, and they won't rest until they find it. I am a truth seeker, and if you are too, then you've come to the right place where we will search for truth each week in the stories of the Bible. In today's episode, we finally come to the end of King David's life. He lived a good, long life, and he would be remembered as one of the greatest kings of Israel. There would be many more kings to come who would rule over Israel, but none would be remembered like David was. As David grew older and advanced in his years, the time came for him to declare who the next king would be. God had promised David in his covenant to him that he would always have a descendant on the throne. That means whoever was to rule after David would be one of his sons. Do you remember the name of the son that was born to David and Bathsheba in our previous episode? If you said Solomon, then you are correct. Solomon was not the only son born to David. David had other sons, but the Lord had told David that Solomon would be the son who would become the next king after David died. There was just one problem, though. One of David's other sons, named Adonijah, decided that he would become the next king. You see, by the time David was old and dying, he had waited so long to make an official announcement to the kingdom that Solomon would be the next king. So Adonijah took his chance and put himself forward and said, I will be king. And that's just what he started to do. He got chariots and horses ready with 50 men to run ahead of him. You see, David loved his sons, but he had not disciplined them very well. Adonijah had been left to do whatever he wanted to do whenever he wanted. And I'm sure you know that's not good. We need our parents to give us guidance and correction. We don't always like to be told no, but when our parents tell us no, it's because they love us and they know what's best for us. It doesn't seem likely that David ever told Adonijah no, and so he grew up thinking he could do whatever he wanted. It makes him seem like a pretty selfish person, don't you think? Instead of going to his father, Adonijah began to make plans behind his father's back. He went to the commander of the army, Joab, and he also went to Abiathar the priest, and they gave him their support. But not everyone gave him their support. There were those who knew what he was doing was wrong. Zadok the priest and Nathan the prophet did not join Adonijah. In fact, this bothered Nathan very much when he saw what was happening. Adonijah had sacrificed sheep, cattle, and fattened calves. He invited all his brothers, David's other sons, and all the men of Judah who were royal officials but he did not invite Nathan or his brother Solomon. When Nathan saw the feast Adonijah had prepared to honor himself, he went immediately to Bathsheba, Solomon's mother. He said to Bathsheba, Have you not heard that Adonijah has become king without our Lord David knowing it? Now then, let me advise you how you can save your own life and the life of your son Solomon. You see, Nathan knew 
that if David died while Adonijah had made himself king, Solomon's life would be in danger since David had planned for Solomon to take the throne. Nathan told Bathsheba, go in to King David and say to him, My lord the king, did you not swear to me your servant? Surely Solomon, your son, shall be king after me, and he will sit on my throne? Why then has Adonijah become king? While you are still there talking to the king, I will come in and confirm what you have said. So Bathsheba went to see the aged king David in his room. Bathsheba bowed low and knelt before the king. What is it you want? the king asked. She said to him, My lord, you yourself swore to me your servant by the Lord your God. Solomon your son shall be king after me, and he will sit on my throne. But now Adonijah has become king, and you, my lord the king, do not know about it. He has sacrificed great numbers of cattle, fattened calves and sheep, and has invited all the king's sons, and Joab the commander of the army, but he has not invited Solomon your servant. My lord the king, the eyes of all Israel are on you, to learn from you who will sit on the throne of my lord the king after him. Otherwise, as soon as my lord the king is laid to rest with his fathers, I and my son Solomon will be treated as criminals." While she was still speaking with the king, Nathan the prophet arrived, and they told the king, Nathan the prophet is here. So he went before the king and bowed with his face to the ground. Nathan said, Have you, my lord the king, declared that Adonijah shall be king after you, and that he will sit on your throne? Today he has gone down and sacrificed great numbers of cattle, fattened calves, and sheep. He has invited all the king's sons, the commanders of the army, and Abiathar the priest. Right now they are eating and drinking with him and saying, Long live King Adonijah! But me, your servant, and Zadok the priest, and your servant Solomon, he did not invite. Is this something my lord the king has done without letting his servants know who should sit on the throne of my lord the king after him? When David heard of what his son Adonijah was planning, he said, Call in Bathsheba. So she came into the king's presence and stood before him. The king then took an oath, As surely as the Lord lives, who has delivered me out of every trouble, I will surely carry out today what I swore to you by the Lord, the God of Israel. Solomon, your son, shall be king after me, and he will sit on my throne in my place. Then Bathsheba bowed low with her face to the ground, and kneeling before the king said, May my lord King David live forever. King David said, Call in Zadok the priest and Nathan the prophet. When they came before him, he said to them, Take your lord's servant with you, and set Solomon my son on my own mule, and take him down to Jehan. There have Zadok the priest and Nathan the prophet anoint him king over Israel. Blow the trumpet and shout, Long live King Solomon! Then you are to go up with him, and he is to come and sit on my throne and reign in my place. I have appointed him ruler over Israel and Judah. And they said, Amen! May the Lord, the God of my Lord the King, so declare it. As the Lord was with my Lord the King, so may he be with Solomon, to make his throne even greater than the throne of my Lord David. So Zadok the priest and Nathan the prophet went down and put Solomon on King David's mule and escorted him to Jehan. 
Zadok the priest took the horn of oil from the sacred tent and anointed Solomon, just as David had been anointed by oil when Samuel anointed him. Then they sounded the trumpet and all the people shouted, Long live King Solomon! And all the people went up after him playing flutes and rejoicing greatly so that the ground shook with the sound. Now, what about Adonijah, you ask? Adonijah and all the guests who were with him heard the sounds of the flutes and the rejoicing as they were finishing their feast. On hearing the sound of the trumpet, Joab asked, What's the meaning of all the noise in the city? They had no idea what had just happened. Even as he was speaking, the son of Abiathar the priest arrived. Adonijah said, Come in. A worthy man like you must be bringing good news. Not at all, he answered. Our Lord King David has made Solomon king. The king has sent with him Zadok the priest and Nathan the prophet, and they have put him on the king's mule and have anointed him king at Jehan. From there they have gone up cheering, and the city resounds with it. That's the noise you hear. Moreover, Solomon has taken his seat on the royal throne. Also, the royal officials have come to congratulate our Lord King David, saying, May your God make Solomon's name more famous than yours. And the king bowed in worship on his bed and said, Praise be to the Lord, the God of Israel, who has allowed my eyes to see a successor on my throne today. Now, when Adonijah's guests heard this, they rose up in alarm and got out of there as fast as they could. But Adonijah, in fear of what Solomon might do to him, went and took hold of the horns of the altar. Now let's stop here for just a minute. Why would Adonijah take hold of the horns of the altar? Do you remember when we learned about the tabernacle? Do you remember the altar? The altar was the place where the priest would offer a sacrifice for the sins of the people. The animal would be killed on the altar and his blood would pour out as a symbol pointing to when Jesus would die for us as a sacrifice and his blood would pour out for our sins. Adonijah went to the only place he knew he could find safety, the altar of God. He figured Solomon would not kill him if he were holding on to the precious altar of God. When Solomon heard that Adonijah was afraid and clinging to the horns of the altar, he said, If he shows himself to be a worthy man, not a hair of his head will fall to the ground. But if evil is found in him, he will die. Then King Solomon sent men and they brought him down from the altar. And Adonijah came and bowed down to King Solomon. And Solomon said, Go to your home. And so Solomon spared the life of Adonijah that day. Adonijah did not think his father, King David, would do anything to step in and stop him from making himself king, because his father had never stopped him from doing anything before. But this day, things turned out much differently than he had planned. Now, when the time drew near for David to die, he gave a charge to Solomon his son. He said, Now I am about to go the way of all the earth. He said, Be strong and show yourself a man and observe what the Lord your God requires. Walk in his ways and keep his decrees and commands, his laws and requirements as written in the law of Moses, so that you may prosper in all you do and wherever you go, and that the Lord may keep his promise to me 
If your descendants watch how they live, and if they walk faithfully before me with all their heart and soul, you will never fail to have a man on the throne of Israel. Then David rested with his fathers and was buried in the city of David. He had reigned 40 years over Israel. So Solomon sat on the throne of his father David, and his rule was firmly established. Dear Truth Seekers, what are some truths you learned as you listened to the story? Did God speak anything to your heart today? Did you notice as you were listening that we did not hear one word from Solomon throughout the entire story until the very end when he spoke to his brother after he had been made king? Do you see the difference between Adonijah and Solomon? Adonijah decided to set himself up as king. He was the one to make the sacrifices. He was the one to hold a feast in his honor. He was the one to declare himself king. Did you see Solomon doing any of that? No, instead it was Nathan and Bathsheba and David who made all the plans. You see, God had already declared it would be Solomon who would be king. When God declares a thing, no one can change it or come against it. Solomon did not have to do anything but trust God's timing and trust that God would work it out. He could have gotten anxious when he saw what Adonijah was doing. He could have chosen to be angry and gone up to fight him. He could have done a lot of things that would have made the situation worse. Instead, he left it up to the Lord and the Lord worked it all out. When God has a plan for your life, you can trust Him to work out the details. The Bible says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Him and He will direct your paths. Proverbs 3, 5-6 Did you hear the word acknowledge? In our last episode, we talked about what it means to acknowledge God. It means to remember that He is right there with you. Before we make any plans, we should remember the Lord and come to Him to ask Him for His wisdom and His guidance. Next week, we are going to learn how Solomon acknowledged the Lord and the Lord blessed him. Adonijah was selfish and wanted the fame and popularity of being king. Instead of seeking popularity, let's humble our hearts before the Lord and allow Him to have His way in our lives. If you'd like to read today's story in your Bible, you can find it in 1 Kings chapters 1 and 2. Let me pray with you before we go. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you that you see the way that I take. You knew me before I was even born. We take time right now to acknowledge you. We remember that you are here with us and we ask you to lead us and guide us into the things you want us to do. Let us be like Solomon and be patient to let you work out everything for our good in your perfect timing. When things seem to be going the wrong way or if we had a bad day, help us not to overreact, but help us to trust you and be thankful to you in all things. You see us and you know where we are. We love you and we bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for joining me today and I look forward to our time together next week.